What you do in your house is worth as much as if you did it up in heaven for our Lord God. Hmm. Martin Luther. Martin Luther. That. Martin Luther said that. I think often we can devalue the day in and day out work of the home. Oh, yeah. And our attitudes, a, especially. <laughs> yes, especially in our attitudes. And it's, it's a conviction of ours, and I think a growing conviction among God's people, mm-hmm. that the work that happens at the home is eternal work. Mm-hmm. And it should be valued as such. And so this episode is all about how, what are the various, I guess, angles of work or areas of work that happen in the home, and how can we turn our gaze even more uh, onto the face of Christ and into the breadth of eternity, knowing that those small moments have an eternal impact. Mm So we'll talk about that on the other side. First off, I'm Ryan. This is my lovely wife. And we are the Voices, Faces, Brains, (laughs) founders of All Things Fierce, fierce. namely Fierce Parenting. Here we are today um, doing some Fierce Parenting. So thank you for giving us your time and attention. We pray that we make it worth your while. If it is worth your while, we ask you to leave a rating and review on the podcast, leave a comment or a question on the pod, on the, excuse me, on the YouTube video. Go ahead and smash that like button, subscribe. Uh, We want to continue perpetuating the gospel in Mm -hmm. the spaces of daily life, Mm -hmm. namely parenting, marriage, and manhood, womanhood, things like that. So join the movement, be a part of this. Uh, We can't wait to see what God continues to do over the next few years. So anyway, um, also, if you want to partner with us, go to fierceparenting.com slash partner. That's for next level partners. (laughs) My voice is a little husky today. I've had some throat stuff going on. He's been trying to go through this cold. Everybody in the house has pretty much gotten it. I Except thought I made me, it. Me, knock on wood. Moms oh. just can't get sick. They just can't. You can't. It's not allowed. You can't. It's not allowed. I will There's give too you too much st- work in the <clears throat> home to be done. I'll give you steroids. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have it. We can't ever go down. Can't ever go down. Not you. Can't have her go down. Yeah, you can never go down. So, uh, valuing homework now, not the kind you get in high school or middle school, any school or any school. <laughs> valuing the work that happens at home as eternal work. Yeah. Can you read that Martin Luther quote again? I just, I love it. And I feel like. What you do in your house is worth as much as if you did it up in heaven for our Lord God. Mm. It's worth as much. Those are strong words. Mm-hmm. Those are strong words. So you're telling me that washing dishes is worth as much in the home as it is as if you did it for God himself. Yes. It's all about our, our it, perspective. It's all about our heart orientation. Does right? God use dishes? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong question. Um, he does have a big, big house with lots and lots of room. The big, big, big table. table with lots and lots of food. Where does the food go? On dishes. On, big, big dishes. Debatable. That's debatable. <laughs> but who does the dishes, right? Uh, okay. That's an so, audio adrenaline reference. If you don't know that, then you're not a 90s kid. <laughs> 90s Christian kid. Yeah. At that. Yeah. Uh, I think... When I think back to college, I took a couple women's like feminist studies classes, right? And little young Selena. I was like, oh, these sound interesting. Let's sign up for these as electives. You're so naive when it you're in college. It is so ingraining. <clears throat> it was so ingraining. Yeah. Uh, this whole idea. And we had been married two years into college. No, our last two years of college. So freshman, sophomore year, we were on our own different colleges. Uh, junior, senior year of college, we were married. And I do specifically remember a battle that I faced kind of internally those first few years of marriage and I think specifically because of some of these feminist classes these studies of showing that you know a woman's work in the house is basically valueless like there's nothing that 
she should be outside working, right? The value is put on being outside of the home, uh, getting good careers, high paying jobs, making a difference in the world. You know, they're painting this picture. And I'm not here to say that that's uh, a bad thing. I think that the Lord can call women out uh, at different times in their lives. But for me and for us right now, knowing the call to be at home with my children, I can't deny that. And uh, learning to reject those lies mm-hmm. that would devalue it. So that so here's the, the trap is that you could even be at home saying like, this is God's work. I know I'm doing God's work, right. but you're just gritting your teeth the whole time because right. you've actually internalized the lie that even though it's God's work, it's not really worth that much. Or I don't want to do it, right? And that's, <clears throat> yeah. there's this heart orientation that has to be, the Holy Spirit has to do his work inside of us. And we fully believe that being a mom, being present at home uh, is a good thing. It's, it's, it's God's calling for women to mother, however that looks. Adoption. Okay, am I getting too far? No, no, I was just. Oh, I was like, well, bring it back. We can. No, no, I'm, I'm in my own head right now. And I'm remembering when we were engaged and you at one point, and I wonder if we should talk about this on the marriage side of things is you, you, you were like, what if I hyphenated my last name? <laughs> he did not like that. I am not a fan of that. And I was like, why? Like, why are you such a <clears throat> man about this thing? Right? Why is this all of a sudden becoming an issue? And I was like, because if you do not take my last name, I will burn you to cut to the ground. <laughs> no, but there were there were things like this. Like it took me a while to I was I, I still don't claim to be a good cook, but I enjoy it so much more than I used to. I it used to be such a task. You're a phenomenal cook. It used to be such a task. I didn't want to do it. It's like I have to cook dinner every night or like I have to make a meal Your again. Food is better than all the food. All the foods. Rather and having food. kids, like of course we wanted to have kids. Like what a glorious, wonderful thing. And then I remember having that first baby and I'm like, people do this more than once. Whoa. Well, and I remember fighting over uh well, Fighting is maybe too strong of a word, but trying to retain the previous Selena. Yeah. You were, Selena was a uh, equestrian photographer. So she'd go to these world-class events and shoot these Olympic level athletes and their horses mm-hmm. for like 12, 20 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> and so we tried to go to this big Sacramento event and we had our, our one-year-old oh, daughter. I that. She was not even one yet. Maybe she's no. one. Anyway. It was, and that was, the, that was, was when the, flip, the switch yeah. flipped for you. Cause yeah. I remember texting it, Everything you like, came to a boiling point of my kid is screaming. My mommy heartstrings are just being wrenched inside of me. And then I have management that is, you know, demanding pictures for marketing and emails and, and all those things. these are not reasonable people. I'm sorry, but they are not reasonable Not reasonable people. people. Yeah, but again, you see this struggle, right? You see this cultural struggle of work versus the home for a mother, right? And it wasn't always like that. I mean, if you look at history, and we can, we'll probably break this into segments, but um, <laughs> historically, like, family was an economic, like, piece. Like, there was lots of children to help with the lots of work that had to be done on the farms. It was and an economic unit, it was, not just a nurturing unit. Yeah, it wasn't it necessarily an emotional and utility. moral unit as much as it has become today. And so uh, I think that God can ask us to live in both of those yeah. things of being an emotional as well as an economic unit. Um but again, just growing up and he- and going to these classes and having this sort of lie sort of shoved into me, and I allowed it there because I didn't really know it was a lie, that I had to work outside the home in order to be valuable, that I had to achieve uh, in the public space in order to be valuable. Mm. I mean, what kind of what message is that? And then I come, I have a baby, and I'm all of a sudden made to feel bad, mostly by myself, that I wasn't with my child or that 
I was also made to feel bad on the other side of the coin that I wasn't working great enough. Like I wasn't there enough hours or I wasn't producing what I should be producing. Right. A mom can't win. And then it's like, yeah. And then it's all about the decisions you make about sleeping, sleep arrangements and, you know, feeding your kid and, you know, they used a bottle. You didn't use the other thing. <laughs> They're going to be confused. Yeah. So anyway, there's, it's like a, it's a never ending. It's a trap. If trap. you, yeah. yeah. If that's you're good. not remembering and knowing <clears throat> for sure, like, I guess that's just all an example to say that I didn't really know where my call stood, where I, I knew that I loved Jesus. I knew that he loved me and I was saved, but now I'm stepping into this role of mom. Right. And so with that role comes different responsibilities, and different work and yeah. different values. And I do think that moms can work and be at home. Um, that's a delicate line to balance for me. I, that just didn't work out. And that wasn't I, we work. I work. We do fierce marriage. Right. Quote unquote work. It feels it just is such a joy. It doesn't ever feel like work. But I we also have decided to home educate our children for a lot of reasons, which we will do an episode on. Don't worry, folks. We're just researching. So um, hold your horses. Yeah. I want to make a quick point, though, because people can they, they this tends to be really polarizing because yeah. you have the folks that will feel like, you know, they've they've they, they agree with the career being the thing. Yeah. Or it, or you have to be at home with your kids or else you're a horrible mom. It's not mom. a shame based conversation. <clears throat> well, what I want to a... say is the ultimate for the Christian life is obedience to God. Yeah. Bottom line. And, and there are some, and maybe we'll make a case for some of these things. I'm not equipped here now to make the case strongly enough to talk about them. But there might be a case to be made for certain lifestyle choices that have mm-hmm. to do with uh, work and or staying home to nurture and, mm-hmm. and raise the kids. Uh, and if that comes down to a biblical kind of command that we need to submit to and obey, then we, by God's grace, will boldly declare it as so. As yeah, such. and I think there's... A- but I also don't want to push so hard against what what you're talking about that we get entrenched in our own point of view and not right. and looking at Scripture. So Right, and I think there's just a trust there, right? <clears throat> if the Lord is leading in this area, then there's a promise with that as well. And so learning to trust is is big in terms of valuing what the Lord values uh, yeah. because often the world does not. So, and it doesn't affirm it either. Uh, we're going to move it along here because I want to get to these yep, three three categories. But I want to, um, our iteration of the Martin Luther quote is this, and we say this many times, is that society is forged in the home. Mm-hmm. And what we mean by that is that the work that is happening when, you're, when our children mm-hmm. are, you know, ages, in, you know, preborn all the way on up into, you know, out of the, out of the house into college, whatever the worldview that we're instilling into our children's minds, the ability, the skills that we're giving them, the discipleship that we're doing, not in that order, discipleship's first, that's part, that's part of worldview, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that is what will in 20, 30, 40 years be the thing that is formational to society, formative rather to society. Mm-hmm. And so it's important work. Now, yeah. is it immediate work? Sometimes not always, mm-hmm. but it's always important. Yeah. And so before we, uh, there's three categories I want to mention, um, and we're going to read some past, some scriptures here. Um, but I want to be really clear about what is the home mm-hmm. and what is work. And so this is just our quick. Is there another category? You said three. No, there's three. So there's three, ca- these are two questions. There's oh, three okay. categories. Oh, sorry. So just trying to keep up. Three questions are, uh, the three, <laughs> two questions are right now, three categories are later. What is the home? So quickly, we just said it's a place where families grow and flourish. Not necessarily a geographical place. Right. Uh, like you don't have to be in a big house or maybe you find yourself in a small apartment. That's okay. We've been we haven't that. Been, we haven't been to the big house no. yet. Well, our house, I feel like, is is 
enough. It's perfect. But, but we've had the small apartment experience yes. and it was a home. All and the it same. was good. There are strengths and goodness in each space. And so, again, it's kind of the space and the place where life happens. It may not necessarily yeah. be like, you know, this geographical location, but. Uh, and what is home work? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about washing the dishes, like we mentioned earlier, or are we talking about something else? I think it could be both. Both and. Yeah. Responsibilities, spiritual yeah. and day to day. Yeah, and it could and it could be having to do with discipleship, or it could be with just stewardship, mm-hmm. and stewarding what God has put place so into your care. A lot of overlap with those. A lot things. of overlap. A lot of overlap. Oh, overlap. There it is. <laughs> okay, Psalm thirty-seven. I want to read um, verses. I uh, forget the verses that we have here. I think it was three through three through ten, three 10. through nine. Oh, nope. Three through seven. Deleted the numbers. So it goes like this. <laughs> Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Mm. Um, and that's fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way over the man who carries out evil devices I think that has to do with um, the, the comparison piece that we were talking about so already in that passage you see a lot of calibrating right? delight yourself in the Lord mm-hmm. not in other things not in other ideas but in the Lord it's this if then statement so, yes. so place your full delight in him and then he will, he will then instill into you the desires of your heart Right. Not he won't grant the wishes of your genie rubbing the lamp. That's right. not what that's saying. Right. It's he will instill into your heart new desires. Well, he will bring forth your righteousness as a light, your justice. And when you're reading through this passage, I would say go ahead and read all of Psalm 37. And as you're reading, ask yourself kind of these three questions. Uh, a friend of ours went through this uh, in a Bible study that I did. She said, what, is, what does God call us to do? So when you're reading through the passage, what does God call us to do? And this is a perfect example. Delight yourself in mm-hmm. the Lord, right? And then what do we do to trust him? What do we trust him to do? Sorry, that was a weird way of saying that. What do we trust him to do? Trust in the Lord, right? Trust in him, commit your way, and he will act. So we trust him to act. And if we know him, we trust him to act and be a good and loving father. Mm. And then what do we not do? So what is our responsibility to do is to trust. What do we trust him to do to act, to be God? And what do we not do? Essentially, probably similar of the same things of we are not. <coughs> when you go on to the other verses, it says refrain from anger um, mm. and to trust God in those situations. So given those three questions, let's go through these three categories. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the work that happens in the home can be, I think, summarized into these three main areas as the work as a person, as an individual, the work that you're doing, the work that you're doing as a spouse, mm-hmm. and then the work that you're doing as a parent. So first off, as an individual, what is the primary work of an individual's life? Now, stewardship is important, but it's not primary. Mm-hmm. Like caring for whatever God's placed into our care is important, but it's not primary. The primary work of the believer is to believe. Mm. Jesus said in Mark 1, he said, Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, this is Jesus, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Mm. Um, I don't think any Christian is going to doubt that the primary work of a believer is to just believe, believe, <laughs> and and repent, repent. and believe. Um, and so that's 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 the main work. Now to each parent, okay, this is the fierce parenting side of things. The individual work that's happening mm-hmm. is the work of waking up 
every morning with mm-hmm. this life-altering reliance on Christ. Right. And knowing that every day brings new opportunities to trust God and to turn from our own selfishness and sin. Now, most days I wake up and I'm just like barely like <laughs> holding it together. But if we wake up with this idea that, God, this is an opportunity yeah. to, to, A, believe in you. Right. And then see to see today as as a call from you to live it unto your glory and not out of my own sense of glory and selfishness and sin, but to live it so that I can glorify you. Is this the point where I can pull out a parenting thing or should I wait till we get to being as a parent? <laughs> well, it's all, it's all parenting. In. So I think that <laughs> these all have to do with parenting yeah. specifically. But yeah, so go ahead. Well, yeah. hold on. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, because you would work on yourself like repenting and believing mm-hmm. as an individual in light of the parental duties that God has placed right, before you. Right. So, so um, I started reading this book and we are going to be interviewing them soon, which I'm really excited about. What's it called? Uh, it's called M is for Mama, A Rebellion Against Mediocre Motherhood by Abby Halberstadt. And it's an incredible book. It has been so calibrating for me and life-giving and just clarifying and pointing me back to the gospel in tangible and very spiritual ways. Uh, but she, oh, at the end, she always talks about mediocre motherhood and comparing that to Christ-like motherhood. Uh, and I think the one that really got me in one of these chapters uh, was talking about self-care for moms, right? Talking about, so as a parent, we can very easily, we always, we, we say, I can't pour out from an empty cup, right? We have nothing to give from an empty cup. But if we're going to God, getting his, relying on him, yeah. understanding we can then say in Christ, my cup runneth over. Yeah. Right. And so what a contrast of waking up and understanding that our reliance is fully and completely on Christ and us asking, sometimes I feel funny saying, God help me today. It's more of, I think like our friend Cliff says like, Lord, what do you have for me today? Right. Going to him, relying Mm -hmm. on him, trusting him for the assignments of the day. I love that. I love that. So, and then these three questions within that category is what is God call us to do as individual Mm. parents He's calling us to repent and trust him and Mm -hmm. believe that he is in fact governing the day. Right. What is, how do we trust him? Well, we entrust him with our faith filled actions that we parent from a place of, of the work that we're doing is not in vain that when you are preparing breakfast, it's not just breakfast. It's an opportunity to nourish souls and bodies at the same time. Right. And what do we not do? We don't curse that work. We don't nope. we don't scorn the work, but we, we don't complain about it. the work or grumble about <clears throat> oh, the work, baby. right? We commit our ways to the Lord. We trust in him. We delight in mm. ourselves in the ways of God. All right, so the second category is as a spouse. So next to loving God, this might sound like a bold statement, but next to loving God, the best way you can love your child is by loving your spouse. Well, mm, so by good. loving your spouse the way that he called you to. Mm-hmm. Every marriage, you know, we talked about marriage at length on the marriage side of this, but we'll just say it here quickly because this is in terms of being a married parent couple. Mm-hmm. Every marriage takes mindful, diligent work to remain healthy, but the fruit of it, but the fruit it bears is worth the effort. Uh, and I'm just reading this from the, some of the notes we had earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about this extensively in Fierce Marriage, but for now, know this, cultivating a healthy marriage is one of the best ways you can love your children well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, know about fierce marriage go check out fierce go marriage check out fierce marriage it's we have videos in our podcast and everything over there right um but how so then the question is as a spouse yeah how can this how can i put my hand to this eternal work right knowing that that it's going to bear eternal result in the hearts and minds of our kids right 
So as a spouse, I mean, trusting in the Lord is still going to look like trust, but it'll look a little bit different when it's trusting the Lord with the struggles that we're facing in marriage or trusting the Lord mm. um, in how he's at work in maybe reconciling us as a couple, yeah. um, delighting ourselves in the Lord in front of our children and with our children, right? And in through prayer, through worship, through scripture reading, mm. delighting and finding our joy in the Lord. Here's a twist because I want to make sure we're staying in the marriage scope as it pertains to our children seeing it. So our daughters need to see a father who loves his wife. Yeah. Our daughters need to see husband husbandship uh, modeled for them. Well, and our daughters need to see a woman who admires, respects, and loves her husband and wants to serve him daily and make him happy to be home and happy to be a part of mm. our lives and someone who uh, can humble and quiet their tongue when they don't want to. <laughs> I was going to say, it's really weird to hear you say to serve him daily. Cause I, and I do know what you mean. And I appreciate that. Cause I see my role is to serve you <laughs> daily. <laughs> he wishes my command as you wish. As you wish. I'm fond boy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but that mutual expression of love, yeah. not just the declaration of love, but the expression right. of it that kind of goes without words being said. Yes. And the words then would obviously follow suit. And you, yeah, so you know, good. But so that's good. eternal work. Yes. So as a spouse, when you say, I'm going to love husbands, okay, fathers, when you say, I'm going to love my wife mm. unto the glory of God, that's not just for you. That's not just for your wife. It's for your kids as well. And that's mm. eternal. And you can hang your hat on that. All right. So the third category. So as a parent, we did touch on this. Yes, we did touch on this a little bit, but uh, let's ask this question. What does God call you to do as a parent? And I'm just going to read this again off the notes. Uh, the parents work in the home is nonstop. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Times 10. <laughs> it takes patient explanation. It takes calm correction, persistent discipleship, purpose-filled prioritization, that's a huge one, and that has to do with things like extracurricular sports and hobbies and things like that. Feeding them, cleaning after them, bathing them. Now, Repenting you, to them. <laughs> if, if you're still bathing your teenagers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Would they bathe themselves? Yes, point? repenting to them, instructing them, and modeling, so yeah. much more, modeling that. So that the, all of that is the constant work mm-hmm. of the parent, and it's simpler when it feels like the kids aren't getting in the way. <laughs> Like, I could just I could just disciple my kids so well if they would just get out of the way. Like, <laughs> they would just problem is not be kids. kids. <laughs> so again, that's where it takes trust. Yes, we trust. We trust God to be God. We trust that these seeds that we're sowing yeah. are not falling on deaf ears and right. on hard hearts. We trust that being obedient to God's word is going to produce fruit not only in our hearts but in their hearts, and again unto the glory of God, not just to ourselves. Yeah, because it's not about just equipping them to go out and get a job, okay? Mm. We're not just teaching them math so they can know math. No, we're teaching them how to be people of Christ, people of God, people Mm. that follow Jesus and love him and obey him quickly. Steward the things that he's given them, the relationships Um, as well as the properties or whatever he decides to give to them. I can't think of the word. (laughs) The Assets. Assets, There it is. There it is. Maybe. The point is, is it's about their soul. It's not about their, you know, their life here now it's about yeah. their life into eternity yeah. so and that takes day in and day out showing up and just doing the thing that only you can do and that is to parent your children mm-hmm. and so we're here to encourage you in that um so if you're watching this and you're thinking this all sounds great and dandy but i don't get what they're saying in terms of <laughs> eternal work yeah well we're here to tell you okay fierce parenting fierce marriage the fierce family here on youtube our whole thing is it's only possible or or 
uh, it only makes sense in light of eternity. Mm -hmm. And eternity only makes sense and only is hopeful in light of Christ. That's why we are Christians. We follow Christ. If you don't know who Jesus is, we want to invite you to learn about him. We set up a website for you to go and learn about him. It's thenewsisgood.com because the gospel is the good news. Mm -hmm. Thenewsisgood.com. And it's just going to out, outline for you what the gospel is and how you can take steps toward believing, repenting of your sin, believing in the gospel, mm-hmm. and and understanding what it means to become a Christian and to learn to grow in your faith, yeah. in your faith with And Christ. you probably put this in there, but the next step after that would be to find a church, find that Christian friend that maybe has been bugging you or talking yeah. to you. Uh, reach out to them and yeah. get into a relationship and knowing who Christ is, knowing yeah. his love for you. Amen. Amen. Do take that step. If the Lord's leading you, that's a sign that he loves you. He's calling you. Mm-hmm. Don't refuse it. So let me pray for us. Lord, we love you. Um, thank you for your grace over our lives. Thank you for giving us the free gift of salvation and calling us righteous by your grace alone. Lord, I pray that you would enable us to do this work in the home, um, whether it's on our own hearts because you're calling us into greater uh, greater levels of knowing you and righteousness, but also as a spouse or as a parent. May this work uh, be done uh, unto your glory, Lord, mm-hmm. and fueled by your grace and your love and your your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for these parents that you would strengthen and embolden them to love their children well mm-hmm. and disciple them boldly. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, that's it for now. This episode of Fierce Parenting is... You can. We'll see you again in about seven days. So until then... Stay fierce. <laughs> <laughs>